This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark. And we've got the master of the podcast now, Jason Kelsey, worldwide podcast with the Kelseys, of course, New Heights Podcast. Thank you. And we're here at the Ron Jaworski Celebrity Golf Invitational. He is dressed much more like a golfer than I am. <laughs> good though. Flamingos is a good look. Thank you, man. Got to stand out because my golf game's horrible. <laughs> hey, we all got to do whatever we can, right? Yeah. But it's great you're out here and then you're going to have your celebrity bartending event in Seattle City on Wednesday. We're going to get into that in a second. I first want to ask you, you got through the off-season workouts, and, and Genuine Hurts was asked what he thought about the Eagles off-season, and the only thing he said is, Jason Kelsey's back, that stood out. So how much of you coming back for another year had to do with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback? Of course. You know, I think I still wanted to play. That's the biggest reason, but um, I think a big reason why I still want to play is I had so much fun last year. Uh, you know, Jalen's an enormous part of that. Uh, with how good that guy is, uh, you know, this, this league is a quarterback-driven league, and not only is he a great player, but he's a great teammate, he's a great leader, and um, we had a lot of fun last year. So I think that that definitely played a factor into wanting to play football. Give me an idea after you guys lost the Super Bowl. He talked about getting right back in the gym. I mean, his work ethic. How impressed are you even after making it to a Super Bowl, runner-up MVP, the level he's still trying to get to? I think, you know, one of the things that I really respect about Jalen is just his work ethic and, and overall desire to keep getting better. Um, and I think that, you know, you, you look at his path to get here, uh, you know, being at Alabama, working his way up to a starter, then getting benched and having to transfer to another school, working his way up to another perennial starter, getting drafted behind Carson Wentz, having to sit behind that and go through that ordeal to start off with. This guy knows things change very quickly, and, um, you know, he has been down. And I think that when you've gone through that adversity, you understand what it takes to maintain a lover. What you have to do to continually to improve your game and to fight and survive in this league. And um, so I, I think that all of that adversity he faced before he got to Philadelphia and to begin with in Philadelphia, uh, has really shaped him into the person he is today. And it's no surprise to me uh, the amount of work he's putting in to get back there. And Nick Sirianni said he's already seeing steps with the decision-making and the accuracy. Are you yeah. seeing even more steps from I, I'll be honest. I do not notice too much of the decision-making accuracy on throwing the ball. That's not my realm. But you know, I thought Jalen last year made a lot of steps in that regard. I mean, I've talked to multiple coaches around the league and how impressed they were with how Jalen got the ball out on time, the decision-making he had last year. And um, I assume – Another year of familiarity with the offense, another year of familiarity with the terminology and continuing to get better, but that should only go in uh, the same direction. How about this event you're having once again? Third annual, right? Celebrity bartending event? Third one, yeah. At the OD, that's what I called it when I was growing hey, up. Man, that's, yeah, still, <laughs> that's what we all call it. Um, yeah, I mean, my brother came to it for the first time last year, and he said, man, that was probably the most fun charity event I've ever been to. You know, it's not, it's a very, um, it's a great crowd. Yeah. Everybody knows when you have the shore, people are just looking to have a good time in general. 
So it's it's the, the perfect place. Uh, first of all, the OD and Sea Isle in general, uh, with Mike Seafood and a lot of the establishments in Sea Isle, have been very much giving towards the uh, autism cause since before we ever got there. And the Ocean Drive was very interested in partnering and doing an event. They've donated every year. They've been kind enough to lend their uh, faculty, uh, their their uh, their uh, facilities, um, their personality to it. Yeah. And um, it's really been a match made in heaven in that regard. It's a lot of fun, a lot of beers, a lot of sun, hopefully, and it'll be a good time. Everybody lets loose down the shore. Hey, man, that's what it is. Yeah, that's the time, man. You work all, all year round uh, in the city of Philadelphia, put in the work, and then uh, when it starts to get nice out and you're down there, I think everybody's excited to be with each other in a much different mindset. Yeah, and it's a wild event. Why do you think the Eagles Autism Foundation has become so successful, and why did you want to get so involved and keep helping to raise money every year with this event? Well, you know, anything to be successful takes a time commitment from people, right? And I think, um, one, Jeffrey Lurie, he has made it clear that this is a cause that's really important to him. So he invests time, money, and effort into uh, allocating resources, but then also hiring good people. And I think uh, Ryan Hammond, the woman that runs EAF and EAC, is a rock star. We were, the way this whole event happened at the OD, we were sitting on the beach with her. She mentioned it, three days later, we have a full-fledged event, right? She's a workhorse. Uh, she, she has great connections in the city. She's partnered with a lot of wonderful residents in the community that are very philanthropic. Um, and she does a great job of allocating the money and that gets people excited to be involved with something that is very successful. Um, in the short amount of time that Jeffrey, her, and everyone involved with that foundation uh, has, has, has been established, uh, the amount of money they've raised, the amount of lives they've changed, and the amount of research that has been a, a result of um, of them uh, fiscally uh, supporting uh, has been uh, pretty incredible. So uh, I'm honored to be able to help in any way possible. Um, you always want to help uh, people doing good. And uh, this one is, 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 is a really uh, something that I feel very passionate about. Uh, the people that work there and uh, also what they've been able to accomplish already in a short period of time. Now, it's a wild scene when you see the videos and it's going to be on our NBC 10 streaming 4 yeah. to 5 p.m. It's going to be fun. It's an all-day event. So when you're done the entire day, how exhausted are you? Well, I mean, you sleep it off. What do you do? Well, you, typically you're, you're really exhausted. In the last couple of years, after the event's over, we've gone into uh, the poorhouse, which is right next door. We kind of celebrate with all the workers that gave their time. Um, and then after that, you usually don't remember too much. <laughs> so it's uh, you, you kind of rest that one off the next day. Yeah. You got any funny stories about the craziest autograph requests there or shots that you're doing with the fans? Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, people are people are ready to give money for a good cause. So you're chugging beers for $100, 200 bucks. Most of the celebrities that'll be there will be doing that. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're signing whatever they bring, uh, whether it's a baseball, like a golf ball, like people bring whatever they want and uh, it's, it's important to them. And, you know, it's just, it's a really fun time to, you know, kind of see people on a, uh, like a, a very unbuttoned uh, uh, occasion, yeah. right? You're catching people at face value, fans and us included. And um, I think it's it's a very intimate setting, man, VOD. And uh, with, with alcohol, everybody tends to open up, yeah. Kind of like an Eagles tailgate. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so it's- We're responsible, but we, we have fun. Darn right. <laughs> and, and by the way, Uber is available yes. in Seattle City. Yes. Um, so is the Jitney. 
Yeah, the chimney. Oh man, a lot of crazy stuff happens on the chimney late at night, especially. No, 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 so, no. so it's an interesting dynamic with you and your brother doing the podcast together. He joined you down there yeah. uh, at the Ocean Drive last year. I remember when the Harbaugh brothers face each other in the Super Bowl. I remember yeah. John saying they didn't talk for a little while. Jim was not happy. Um, yeah. Has the dynamic at all changed when he's got his second Super Bowl and the way it went down? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm very happy for Travis. I'm, obviously, I would have loved to have won my second Super Bowl. would have been probably more happiness. But, um, you know, anybody who's had a sibling and watched their success, I think understands the joy that that brings. And it's, it's different than self-fulfilling stuff. But, you know, uh, obviously, we had a tremendous team, great teammates. And for our team not to have that finality was rough. Um, you know, it, it, it's 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 hard to swallow, um, but at the same time, my brother and I are still the same brothers, and uh, I, I still support him, and I'm proud of all the things he's been able to accomplish. You know, he said something last year at this event that we're about to do next week, which was, you know, losing a Super Bowl will never make you want to win one that much more. And um, when he said that, I thought he was just saying something good on WIP that people thought, you know, he thought people would want to hear maybe some type of like cliche-ish type thing. And then, uh, you know, we lost last year, and I realized, no, that, that was 100% true. Um, you know, it's it's really hard going all that way and not having that final accomplishment. It's, it's a long season with those guys. It's a great season. Uh, and to not have that that world championship ring and, and the Lombardi trophy is, uh, you know, in some ways it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And obviously you would hope to go back to the Super Bowl and win it this year. How impressed are you with some of the young guys that you brought in? I remember Devontae Smith, when getting to the Super Bowl, he said, job's not done. And it yeah. seems like you have a lot of guys like that. Yeah, we, we have, we have, I think we, we, the last couple of years, we've been blessed to have an infusion in youth, but also have veteran guys that know how to channel that stuff. And I think um, our young guys right now, I'm really happy with where they're at, um, including obviously the quarterback, right? Um, I think mentally where they're at, uh, there's a hunger and a desire uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a, quite frankly, you know, an anger that we didn't get it done last year. And I think um, nobody's pointing fingers. Nobody's, you know, making excuses. We know that we had every opportunity to win that game. We just didn't get it done. Uh, I think everybody's looking forward to hopefully getting another opportunity. A lot of things got to go right. You got to stay healthy. Um, but, you know, if we stay healthy, uh, the team we got, the guys we got, the coaches we have, the organization we have, uh, I think we all feel very, very confident that we're going to continue to improve and get better. Obviously, Nick Sirianni is very helpful to veterans like you with yeah. a schedule, you know, canceling the mini camp, a lot of walkthroughs. Yeah. Do you think if it was a rigorous, really tough practice and training camp all the time, do you think you'd be back? I mean, does that help you? Does he look out for you? There's no question. And I was against this early on. I mean, we started this, I think, maybe Wednesdays being off a little bit uh, with Doug a little bit. Very much not like Nick. Nick has gone full bore into the stuff. And I think... Um, you know, I always thought a center needed to be out there. You're making calls. People need to hear it. You need to be out there leading it, uh, similar to the quarterback position. Uh, but through doing it, there's no question. It's made a difference in the way I feel on game day. Make it made a difference in my performance, quite frankly, at this point in my career. Um, and that's Nick Sirianni, but it's also the whole strength and conditioning staff, you know, Ted Rath, uh, you know, sports science. And, you know, Nick deserves credit for – listening to those guys and embracing that because I think most coaches don't because it's so, you know, unconventional. You know, it's the old football adage of, you know, the more you put in, the harder you work, the better you become, right? So it's it feels weird when a strength coach or somebody tells you, you know, hey, 
the guys would be better off having a walkthrough today as opposed to a full-fledged pad of practice. Um, and, and Nick, I think, has done a good job of being forward-thinking and, and going with what the research and data suggests uh, while also still getting good work in. Um, but, yeah, all those guys in that room in particular, I think, have, have really helped take this thing to another level in, in, our, in terms of our preparation physically for do you go into this year envisioning that this will be your last year or could be your last year? Well, it certainly could be. Um, I don't, you never know. I've, I've thought the last two or three years were going to be my last years probably. So I'm just taking it one at a time. I, I, I'm really still having fun. And the thing that brought me back this year, the same thing that all the guys say is, you know, keep playing until you don't want to do it anymore. I totally still want to do it right now. So we'll see where I'm at at the end of it. And I'm told a lot of guys say the cafeteria is the best in the NFL. No, no question. And it brings people together. Food brings people together. It builds chemistry. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. One of the downfalls of the COVID year was, you know, the cafeteria was shut down and everybody had to kind of eat spaced out. Um, I really think team building, camaraderie, relationships, uh, some of the most important times you have are in the locker room, in the cafeteria, uh, you know, when you're not doing football for a second. And uh, I love the cafeteria. One, we have great cooks and people in there that make the food incredible, but also to just sit down and break the bread with uh, you know, a, a brother on the team, uh, a coach, uh, somebody in the front office, uh, you know, learning something that you never you know, thought you'd know. Um, you know, I think it, th th that's the, the stuff that everybody says they miss. So uh, certainly I love going to that place and I'm gonna miss that when that's all said and done. Food and drinks bring people together and bringing people together this Wednesday. That's right. Of course, at the Ocean Drive, Jason Kelsey, celebrity bartending, invitational, we'll call it, beach bash. Hey, man, yeah, all of it, yeah. Shorebirds are going to be out. There's going to be a bunch of Eagles there, former Eagles. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a great time. Awesome. And you can watch it on NBC Philadelphia, our streaming services, along with NBC Sports Philadelphia, 4 to 5 p.m. on Wednesday. Donate to the Eagles Autism Foundation, raising a ton of money. And we appreciate your time, Jason Kelsey. Look forward to this event again. Yeah, thank you, John. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.